I think it's entirely possible that you're being a little bit blinkered about just how unique your business is. Oftentimes we underestimate the value of our own set of unique knowledge bases, if you like. You know, up here we've got this great brain, we've got this great set of skills, we've got this great bank of knowledge, and all of that influences how we structure our business. We do things differently. Now, just by the simple fact that your business is run by you means it's unique. But I think there's something else that you're overlooking. So I had this fabulous conversation, really hot fire conversation today with some of my mentoring clients who are in my subscriber group, Quiet Confidence Foundations, little shout out if you want to join in, let me know, um, where we got talking about this notion of niching and removing some of the blinkers around what we mean when we're talking about niching our business. So typically, when we talk about niching, we're talking about identifying our ideal client, identifying how we're going to communicate our existence to our ideal client so that that potential client can recognize themselves in our message and will come running to be part of the services that we offer. So niching usually is also about us. It's actually about, you know, making sure we're doing the work that we're best suited to and doing the work that energizes us the most so that we're working with clients or customers or patients or whatever you want to call them in your business that really meet us at our best energy so that we can provide the absolute best service to them. So it's kind of like a win-win, right? However, this is where the blinkers come in because we oftentimes think that's all we do that is niched, that that's the only area where we're unique or that we're a bit special. So for me, mentoring business owners and entrepreneurs, that's a niche in itself. Uh, however, my clinical work, so as a psychologist, my treatment work typically is limited to perinatal mental health. That's a really specific niche. But I could overlook all the other things that my practice offers, just like you could overlook all the special things that your business offers. You might be the only business of your type for miles around that offers opening hours that are longer than, some, than everybody else's. Or you might be the only business for miles around that offers online access and online services. You might be the only mental health practice in your community that doesn't currently have a waiting list. Now, does anybody else know that? Or are you keeping that a secret because you've overlooked how important that is to your potential clients and to your potential referral sources if you're a, a service industry? Sometimes we forget just how important some of those little side aspects to our business structure and our business model and our current business status, how important that can be to sectors of our ideal community or our ideal audience for our business. So I want you to take some time to sit back and reflect on what are the things that are actually 
a little bit unique about you. Now, you might think that it's a downside. If you're a service industry and your books are not full, you might be feeling embarrassed about that. But you know what? Your clients, your ideal clients would love to know that they could get in to see you tomorrow. Let them know that you currently don't have a wait list. You currently have more availability than you usually do. Wouldn't they love to just be able to slot right on in and grab that great service that you've got to offer? So it's all about perceptions. What you might view as a negative about your business could be of huge value and benefit to your ideal client base. So take the blinkers off. Stop judging what you're doing. Stop judging some of the stuff that's unique about your business and viewing it as a negative. Just view it as unique. Imagine if you could stop thinking negatively about those things and see them as an asset. How would you communicate that to your ideal audience? Okay, take those blinkers off. Now, I think um, when we talk about perceptions, when we talk about judgment, when we talk about criticism, we've got to be really honest with ourselves. We've got to perhaps um, wonder how would somebody else view this? How would how would somebody else feel if they were ringing my my business in a say they're in a state of need and they're ringing my business? Now you might be a mental health professional or you might be a hairdresser. Now I remember being a kid with my hair full of chewing gum. Not my doing, <laughs> but my hair was full of chewing gum and I had very long hair and I was very proud of my hair and it was full of chewing gum. I suspect that my parents were in a state of dire need when they rang the hairdresser to address the situation with the chewing gum. Now, the hairdresser may have been sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, I'm a business failure. I've got no clients this afternoon. How the hell did that happen? Meanwhile, my parents are thinking, thank goodness, this amazing hairdresser has availability. This is going to be our hairdresser of choice from now on. So perceptions, not perfectionism, perceptions. Don't fall into the trap of viewing your current situation as permanent or as completely negative. Try and flip it and see it from the perspective of your ideal client and meeting their needs where they're at today. All right, you've got some homework to do. Go do it. Have a great night. Bye for now. (laughs)